Today's guest is Amy Bull. She is an integrative health and wellness coach who helps people create a balanced and healthy lifestyle filled with purpose, passion, and joy. Amy has 23 years of experience managing a busy lifestyle. Working in corporate America, running a nonprofit, she knows firsthand how challenging it can be to balance it all and not sacrifice our health and our happiness. She's made it her passion and mission to provide space to empower individuals so they can uncover what they truly desire for their life and begin taking action towards their optimal vision. Now, today, she's going to be giving us five tools for you to become more mindfully aware and really help reduce that stress for this time of year as well as beyond. She's going to talk to us about the Wheel of Health how we want to be um, comfortable and feel at home in our own bodies. And she's really going to talk to us. It's not huge, big changes that we need to make, but tiny little changes that really, truly will make a difference in your overall well-being. Welcome to the Toxin Terminator, helping people to restore and renew their health by removing the toxins from the home and their lives. Join in as industry thought leaders help you understand the physical and emotional effects these products can have on you and your family, and the safe alternatives you can use to remove the hidden toxins for renewed health. Now, please welcome your host, the Toxin Terminator herself, Amy Carlson. All right. Welcome back after Thanksgiving, everybody. We're so excited to have you for another edition of the Toxin Terminator. And today we have with us Amy Bull. Amy, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Amy. I'm excited to be here. This is great. Both Amy's. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. We get the dual Amy's going on. Yeah. So I want you to share with us a little bit because you're an integrative health and wellness coach and you really... Mm -hmm. Your big passion, if I'm reading it correctly, is really helping people create that balance in their life. Am am I right with that? That's correct. Yes. I um, have spent a lot of time giving back to the community throughout the last couple of decades. And I'm very passionate about doing that. But I'm also very passionate about making sure that you do it in a healthy way. Oh, so, so true to cut into that. And what a great time to be talking about this as we just finished up with one season, but yet we have another holiday coming up. And I know this time of year can be, it's supposed to be jolly and light and full of love and kindness and family. But Mm -hmm. for so many of us, it's just not. Yeah, it can be really challenging this time of year um, because I think we, we have expectations of ourselves and we have expectations of others. And we are sent messages of what the holidays should be like. And I think we all desire a certain thing, but it doesn't always happen the way we would like it to. And then particularly too, I mean, you know, a lot of people have lost experienced loss in their life during this time of year, or even, you know, it does different times of year, but it gets heightened. Our awareness of those losses sometimes gets heightened this time of year. And um, so what it boils down to, I think really is being 
aware of how you're feeling and what you really expect of yourself. Um, and that's really, honestly, one of my big, big messages and what I, what I like to teach people is what I call radical self-awareness, um, which allows you to work towards a, a, a more balanced life. I love the idea that you talk about radical self-awareness. Um, you know, truly, I don't know about everybody else, but you know, over the last five or six years for myself, it's been something I have really been working on. And I know for myself, I was at a point where if you asked me how I was feeling, you know, being aware of what my feelings were... I couldn't even put an identification on them. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. how, how do you help people when that's like the point they're in? They're like, Ugh, I, I'm, Ugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Yeah. Well, I think it, 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 there's a lot of different aspects of, of self-awareness and, there's the awareness of just a day-to-day and being mindful. Mindfulness leads to self-awareness. So being mindful of how we're feeling in that moment, recognizing it, and then having the tools to actually do something different um, or just appreciate it and honor it for what it is in the moment. But having the awareness to know that you're in that moment and that maybe, for example, you know, if you're having a really rough day and you have a big conversation that you need to have with someone, maybe that's not the, the best time to do that, you know, and that and allowing yourself to reprioritize and, and shift your day based on how what might be going on with you at that moment, you know, and and knowing that it's okay sometimes to not always go to every family gathering or not go to every party that you're invited to and not allow the expectations of everyone else to to really become the ruler of your life right um and getting okay with that Right. That, that expectation word, (laughs) Uh it can get us into so much trouble, right? It absolutely can. And we often bring it on ourselves. Um, (laughs) But that is the self-awareness tool. That's that muscle that we get to build to create a life that is truly, that truly makes you joyful and you happy and is what you desire and not necessarily is what you think you've desired maybe all of your life or what you've told you should desire that word should um again especially this time of year becomes very very uh prevalent and uh it, it you know becoming aware of when you're making decisions based on the word should versus do i really want to do this is this what i want that's that's pretty powerful, I I think. Um, let's talk a little bit because one of the things I asked you to do, and we're going to get into that here in you know momentarily. But I asked you if you could walk us through an exercise because I think 
and I want to talk into this. Mm-hmm. I think it's so important, especially at this time of year. I know there's other times of years, but but the holidays seem to bring it on. And already seeing that out and about in the public mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is a way for us to find some calm, yeah. some relaxation, some inner peace within mm-hmm. the craziness of, of what's going on this time of year. Right. Before we get into that and, and go into that exercise and, and giving our listeners some a tool to actually use for this, mm-hmm. I'd like to talk about why. Why would we want to do something like that? And, you know, why is it important? You know, you saw firsthand when we make those sacrifices and not taking care of ourselves when you were working in corporate world, right? Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's, so let's, if you, I know I'm throwing a lot out there. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I'm listening to what I'm saying here, but let's talk why it's so important to recognize, you mm-hmm. know, those inner callings. Right. Uh, well, in terms of why it's it's important is is in a very it, it's it's got multiple levels. But if you think about just even the most basic uh, health of your physical body, mm-hmm. if you learn how to become more aware of how your body is physically feeling. Mm -hmm. So how do you feel when you're literally exhausted? How do you feel when you're not feeding it properly? So just becoming aware of how you feel when you're feeling good Mm -hmm. versus how you're feeling when you're feeling not so good and being able to discern in the moment day to day when you're not feeling so well and that that will serve you throughout your life um especially as we age and especially as it becomes more and more important to be our own uh, advocate for our health and well-being knowing when your body is trying to send you a message that it's time to slow down time to drink more water, time to feed it, you know, with healthier foods, time to maybe not imbibe in as much alcohol, you know, little cocktails, you know, whatever those things are that are, that are going on. So that awareness is going to help you become more in tune with your body and it's changing um, physiology day to day so that you can advocate for it. Right. And whether that means, you know, like I said, getting uh, saying no to a party so that you can stay at home and get an, a little bit more rest um, or saying no to that, you know, third drink at a party because, you know, you have to get up early the next morning or, you know, what though you can make choices more informed and better aligned with your body and the messages that are telling you when in the moment. And I love that's that. one thing. Right. And listening. Um, I believe fully 100% that our body is giving us messages all the time. All the time. Whether we're paying attention to that. Um, you know, it's just like, I think sometimes we learn lessons going through life, sometimes hard knocks. <laughs> right. And we yeah. have to be really slapped upside the head to mm-hmm. get the message. And sometimes our body's doing the same thing. And it's not until we have that um, huge crisis happen that we pay attention. 
No, yeah, I think I think unfortunately, you know, we all have a lot of knowledge about what we should that again that word should what we should be doing. There's so much information out there, which I mean, that's a whole other public podcast, right? There's oh. so much health information that we have at our fingertips now with the internet, and I mean, our world is expanding dramatically at a. a very rapid pace and there's a ton so there's a ton of information out there and um sometimes but even still when you have all of that you have all of that knowledge it's actually so overwhelming at times that uh we're, we're we don't even know where to start and so then you it just before you know it next thing you know it's like boom crisis hits um right and that's when like you're saying you know then it becomes a, a moment of like I know I should have been doing all maybe all these other things or I should have been doing something different, even if I didn't know what that was, but right. I didn't take the steps to, to do anything because it was just, it's just too overwhelming. Right. I think sometimes people get paralyzed in fear. The, yeah. um, um, what is that called? Analysis paralysis. <laughs> oh yeah. It's, mm-hmm. or we have these beliefs about what, you know, what's possible for us um, as individuals? You know, is it even possible for me to have a healthier life? Is it even possible for me to not have to work this job that's, you know, a 60, 70 hour a week commitment? You know, what we get into these cycles of, of behaviors that are so ingrained that sometimes it's really it's really challenging to shift out of that space for a lot of a lot of reasons. Okay. So what in your experience as you are are working with people would you say you see something as striking you as okay here it is you know if i can really help people over this particular hump it'll make all the difference in the world for them. It's it's always mindful awareness. It's always, it always comes back to self-awareness. Okay. No matter what you're trying to work through, it always comes back to being able to take the time to recognize where, what you, again, what you want. You know, having a vision and having clarity and around what you value you know, a lot of people, we don't even take the time to really think about what do you really value? And, and that gets me, that, and then that actually ultimately leads to trusting yourself. So okay. having, having that self-awareness and being able to trust that you know what is right for you is the absolute key to whatever it is that you strive to have different in your life. Um, Go ahead. So when you say that, that mindful, that, that I mean, oh my gosh, trusting yourself, that, (laughs) that's going to take a whole nother episode on that, right? (laughs) But um, when you say having that mindful awareness, can that be, Mm -hmm. that's going to unlock that I'm not successful over here on this area of my life, whether it be job related, relationship related, health related? It's all, all of it. Yes. So for, I'll, I'll give a couple of examples. So say, okay. so, um, the, so first of all, visualize, um, the framework that, that in integrative health and wellness that we work with is we talk about a wheel of health. 
Okay. And the wheel of health has your physical environment, your body, your spirituality, your relationships, your physical environment, you know, all of these things. I think there's like seven, the mind body connection, all of these things that make up your overall health and well-being. So it's not just your physical body. It's a big part of it, but it's, there's also all these other aspects. Uh, your professional life um, is another one. But at the center of that is mindful awareness. And the reason for that is that, say, again, a real simple example is your nutrition. So say you, you know that, so you start to, so first it starts with recognizing when your body is not feeling the way it should. So being able to know being aware that you're starting to feel more fatigued okay. and that you just don't have the energy that you have. So that's, there's an awareness there, right? Okay. And then changing that requires you to be more mindfully aware about what you're putting in your body every day. So you really have to become aware of what am I eating in the morning? Okay. And what time am I eating? And, and, what am I eating at night? What am I eating throughout the day? Am I just mindlessly putting things in my body to satiate the hunger? And I'm not being mindful about what those things are that I am actually putting in my body. So mindful awareness is, is just observing. It's taking the time to be in that moment and observe what's happening. It's just looking at things from an observational standpoint versus just doing things, just reacting and and not creating awareness around it. Okay. So when you're becoming mindfully aware, you're talking about this wheel of, of um, what did you call it? Wheel, wheel of health. health. Mm-hmm. So, so are you kind of practicing, I'm being those seven spokes, I'm, I'm envisioning like spokes, right? Mm -hmm. Pieces of pie. Right. So you're mindfully aware of how this has affected me professionally, spiritually, Mm -hmm. physically. Right. Awesome. I love it. It's at the middle of everything. Right. Yep. Uh, Being mindfully aware of your relationships and, and drawing more mindful awareness into your daily life creates more awareness around how you're communicating with people, how your mood maybe on that day is affecting how you're, you're, whether you're really listening to someone else or whether, (laughs) you know, or whether you're just reacting to what they're telling you without thinking about what's coming out of your mouth, you know? I think of, um, as a mom, you know, when I uh-huh. was, you know, had little children and they're not acting any different day to day, but sometimes I certainly was, you know, and sure, you know, being aware that, Hey, wait a minute, we're having a, a crummy day because my attitude is right. I didn't wake up with a good attitude. It's not them. Um, right. they're doing the same thing they always do. <laughs> Right. Right. And, and the reality is that we're all humans, right? We're all going to feel, you know, we're all going to have bad days and, and we're all going to, you know, there's, there's things that are going to frustrate 
frustrate us day to day or make us angry or, you know, the traffic on the way Mm -hmm. to work, you know, Mm -hmm. things are going to be imperfect because we're a human being living um, on this planet earth. But by being more mindfully aware moment to moment throughout your day, you get to choose how you respond to those moments, you know? So again, the traffic example is a perfect example. Oh, you know, you're on your way to work every morning and you're sitting there or maybe you have an appointment and you're running late. And, and of course you hit gridlock, right? <laughs> yes. You, you know, our natural response is to just get frustrated. But, but if you pause and become mindful of the fact that there's nothing that you can do to change that situation you're in, that you're in in that moment and become more mindful about how you choose to respond to that traffic in that moment, you could choose to also decide that, you know what, this is, I never get time for myself. And this is, this is actually a gift of a few moments of time for me to listen to a podcast. (laughs) Exactly. You know, we just had an example, if you don't mind me sharing yesterday, was it? Yeah, it was yesterday at the grocery store. That's another perfect example. And I like you said choice. So Mm -hmm. we were standing in line and you know how it is. They never have enough, you know, lines. Oh, yeah. Well, anyway, the young gentleman who was checking out, um, you could tell was obviously mentally challenged and he was a little slower than, you know, someone who wouldn't be right. Right. Um, But he was taking great pride in his job and several of the people waiting in line were just, you could tell they wanted things. I'm snapping my fingers here. (laughs) You can't see this, Mm -hmm. but they're come on, hurry up, let's go. And I looked at my husband and I said, isn't it wonderful that he is working? You know, I think that is fantastic that young Caleb's got a job and he's Mm -hmm. taking great pride in it. And and so let's have patience with him. And again, choice. I could have assumed the energy that was all around us, Mm -hmm. but I chose not to and to embrace the positive that was going on. It just, it just. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a beautiful example. Thank you for sharing that. I love that. And that is a, it's, it's, it really is a perfect example of how you, be by being more mindfully aware of what was happening right there in that moment, Yeah, you got to, to choose to be happy and celebrate, you know, this experience of, of this gentleman, young gentleman, who's got this great opportunity and, um, you know I, what, what yeah. beautiful yeah it's lovely anyway. and that, that's that's how we you know that is how it can benefit every, every day of our life and this time of year it can be more challenging to do that but it's all the more important to to do it because it can keep you from having those moments of like ah, I just want to you know, yell at somebody. Um, and then you regret it afterwards. And so you're talking about tools, um, in those moments, like when you're at the grocery store and you're in line and maybe somebody's taking longer than what you really, you know, would prefer. <laughs> um, cause that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. One of the most amazing tools that you can use right there in that moment in addition to the mindful awareness, is your breath. Mm. Just take a few deep breaths. 
filling up your belly, filling up your rib cage and your chest. And then slowly exhale. Just doing that a couple of times right there in that moment, you will immediately feel your nervous system start to calm down. Mm-hmm. And then you get to choose how, again, how you're responding because it's harder to choose how you respond when your nervous system is like going crazy and you're in a, you know, in a moment of, you know, that, the fight or flight um, nervous system response that we get when we're, you know, we get frustrated. Oh, um, Absolutely. Uh, You know, before we got onto this podcast was a perfect example. I'm trying to get things set up. I had a phone call come in. I need to get off of that. And I sat down before we hit record and I took a really deep, big breath and, you know, said a prayer. And that does, you know, what did you call the... um, I mean, breathing, I, breathing. I understand it that, that it's making me feel better, but what, it, mm-hmm. what is it that we're slowing down? Uh, it's, it's the, um, the parasympathetic nervous system in, in your brain that controls your fight or, fight or flight uh, response. So it's physiologically what's happening in the moment when we're feeling stressed. Um, you know, is, is our nervous system like starts shooting off like these signals that, you know, you need to... You need to run or you need to flee or you, you know, you need to do something. You're, you're, everything's heightened, um, you know, and that's, that's just physiologically how we're made. Right. Um, and the breath tells your nervous system that everything's okay. Mm-hmm. And that there's, there's not anything you need to worry about mm-hmm. and everything starts to calm down. And now we can take. Uh, so it's an amazing we- tool. You could do it in the traffic, you know, example that I gave as well. Um, I have. I recommend people who maybe work in a corporate environment where it, may, it might be a lot of stress. Like, say you have a big meeting that you're getting ready to prepare for. You've got a big presentation, mm-hmm. and you're really nervous about it. Just take five minutes before you go into that room and just practice some deep breathing just three or four times of long, deep breaths. Mm-hmm. And that will tell your body that everything is going to be okay. And you'll be able to think clearly, more clearly. You'll be more what we call grounded, mm-hmm. uh, grounded in, in, in your physical being and in your, in, in your mind. That's wonderful to be able to have that ability to do that. What a great deal. Yeah. And, and, you know, even if as a if you're a mom with young kids, go lock yourself oh, yeah. in the bathroom. You know, can absolutely you just take. Mm-hmm. A, a, I mean, don't leave your children. I'm not advocating <laughs> <laughs> let them right. run amok. But you know, I I know I did that when my son was littler. Sometimes I had to just step away. Yeah, you know, and just right. take those deep breaths to to really calm down. That is fantastic. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you. And that can go anywhere with you. So it's, it's a, it's a perfect tool. Yeah. And when we think, I, I just want to share, we talk about stress. We talk about ways to calm ourselves down because especially not only are we dealing with this time of year being a holiday and being more stressful, but we are also talking, you know, it's winter season, it's cold and flu season. And when our bodies are under stress, our, our immune system is even more compromised. And so we're more susceptible to be getting sick. And that's why I want to bring Amy on to give us those tools. So we've got one, 
is uh-huh. our, our breath. So let's go and let's dive into some more tools now, if you don't mind, and give our, our listeners some things that they can practice so that they can respond uh-huh. uh, versus uh-huh. reacting uh, in situations they're going to come across. Yeah. So some other tools that I really like um, to, to, to suggest to people, and these are things that some of us might resist, um, but, and, and some of these things are also going to be really obvious, but they're really, really powerful. Okay. Um, so making sure that we're, you know, getting enough sleep is, is absolutely critical. Now, how much sleep? So this is where, um, this is where that trusting yourself comes in. Okay. Oh, and, and this is where I also like to remind um, everyone that, you know, we seek when, when we're looking for healing and we're looking for solutions to things that we, you know, issues in our lives, we have a tendency to look externally for those answers mm-hmm. when yeah. in reality you have all the answers inside of you. That's beautiful. And yeah, and we often forget that or we might not have even really learned that from a very young age, depending on what our situation is. And, you know, the the coaching industry and the the things like what I do are, you know, has really boomed and it's boomed because people are looking for answers and we want often we want these things to be simple quick fixes right which some things like I was just talking about the breathing the thing you know there are some simple things that we could all do in our life to be healthier but I what I what I want to make sure I think that I express is to always remember that you are your best source of knowledge and wisdom for what is right for you. So, you know, where some people might need to go back to the sleep example and making sure that you're getting enough rest. Mm -hmm. Some people might need eight or nine hours. Other people might be fine with six and a half or seven. You have to know what works well for you. And, and that's, again, where the self-awareness comes in and being and understanding what, how your body feels. Right. Becoming familiar with it. Um, so I just kind of wanted to make sure and preface some of these things that I mentioned with that caveat, if you will, is that I really do firmly believe that no matter what we're seeking, we always have to understand that you're, you're, you should feel empowered to always know what's best for you versus letting other people tell you they have all the answers for you. <laughs> that's it. And that's such a great one because, you know, we all have um, that intuition, those gut feelings that yes. that's exactly what we're talking about here. Is that that's right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, it, you know, the, um, the healthcare industry, the medical field, I think that's a, a, a space where it becomes really, really important for you as an individual to trust yourself and know, because, and again, this is probably a whole other podcast, you know, <laughs> but, but being able to, to get that second opinion or third opinion when you know something's not right 
um, mm-hmm. and not going with what somebody else is telling you. Right. But well, and so, the medical yeah. profession is just like us. They are human beings. They make right. mistakes. Uh, you have a voice. Use it. Right. Yes. And you have to know your body and what, what feels right and what doesn't feel right and trust it. Okay. So uh, tools. So, and these are tools really that ultimately bring you, bring you more self-awareness. Okay. So ultimately getting that, that more of that into your life is what you can do to create less stress, less anxiety day to day. Okay. So I'm a big believer in, I mean, one, so moving your body in some way, shape or form. Okay. And what that does is it, it provides you grounding. It gets you in tune with your body. So it's not just doing it because it, it's healthy. We all know that, but these, the even bigger benefit to being more physically in your body is that awareness of how your body is feeling. You get to know it. You become more at home in your body when you're, when you're doing something physical, like, you know, walking even for just 15 minutes a day, mm-hmm. moving around. It's that mind body connection mm-hmm. that calms the body um, and, and, and really gets you, at home in it. Um, so I'm a really big believer in doing some sort of physical movement, um, really every day, or at least, you know, most days. Um, and again, not looking for perfection. That's a Mm -hmm. big one, allowing, you know, allowing the, you to do these things, incorporating these things into your life in an imperfect way, is also really important. You know, don't, I wouldn't want anybody to get off of this after listening to this podcast and think, okay, I've got to do this, this, and this every single day. Cause then that just creates more stress. That's like defeats the, the, the point, right? Find your own personal ways of incorporating these things into your life that bring you joy and make you happy. Right. So do these things in ways that you enjoy. Cause ultimately, I mean, what's the point, you know? Right. <laughs> and what I love that you say, um, making you feel more at home in your body. I, you know, th- that just feels good to me. Mm-hmm. I yeah. I mean, because yeah, your body is, is, is a sacred home for your spirit, you know, for this time. So, um, I like that. Yeah. So, uh, that's one thing. And then another one, and again, this is one that we often resist, but I think is so powerful for drawing more awareness into our life is writing, doing some sort of journaling. Um, and that can look, again, it can look different for every person. Um, it can be challenging to start that practice if it's not something that um, you do today. But again, five minutes, just, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and making it an enjoyable process. So getting a pretty um, journal that you, you know, that you really enjoy or maybe has some inspirational quotes in it. Um, make it, you know, and, and doing it at a time of the day and maybe it's in the morning with your cup of coffee or your tea mm-hmm. when it's quiet, 
um, or, and maybe it's out on your back porch with the birds, you know, doing it in a, in an environment that makes you feel good and just starting to notice what's going on in your mind, you know, mm-hmm. just jotting down some days, I just write whatever is coming up in my mind at that moment. And there's not any formal formality to it. (laughs) Other days I like to just, you know, write down things that I'm grateful for. You know, I mean, that's a huge, it's a, it's hugely powerful. Um, You know, and then I know this is something that a lot of people talk about and some people might, it's become such a prevalent, I think, topic that I think maybe it's easy to maybe ignore it, but it is such a simple, powerful tool of of recognizing what is really good in your life is, you know, if again, if you just practice it for a week or two, you might be surprised how, how much it changes the way we shape our thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, And again, becoming more aware of our thoughts. So even if just writing down what's going on in your brain, you might be surprised about how much negative stuff is going on in there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And in particular, negative self-talk. So Mm -hmm. we talk, uh, often we talk to ourselves horribly. (laughs) And you don't even know that you're doing it until you start to become aware of it. So again, it all comes back to that, self-awareness mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. mindfulness so writing um and getting a writing a journaling practice into your life again you know it can look however works for you mm-hmm. but just doing it um consistently uh can be really really powerful and there have been studies done about the psychological benefits of it so um i highly recommend that Yes. And if nothing else, it gets you to stop for a little bit and slow down, you know, and be in the moment, be present. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I started journaling. Well, it was over a year ago, uh, consistently. And, yeah. uh, for me, it, it, it just helps get it out of my brain too. Right. Well, yeah. yeah. There are some th- thoughts that we just need to get out on paper and release those things. God, exactly. Going with you. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. And there's a lot of really fun, um, things out there that you can buy even that are like prompts, like journaling prompts. And some journals even have them in there. I mean, there's just, there's a lot of different things that you can do. Even doodling while, you know, while you're journaling too, which is actually gets me to the next tool. Okay. Doing something creative. (sighs) So taking the time to tap into your inner creativity, because I don't care (laughs) if you think you don't have a creative bone in your body, you do. All human beings have some sort of creativity in it. It might not look the same as someone else's, you Uh know, but we all have some sort of creative juices in there that are wanting to get out and finding some time in your day to just be creative for a little while. Um, can be hugely powerful. The really, really simple one that I love and that a lot of people probably think is really cheesy, but it's coloring. I love to get my markers or my pencils out and a a coloring book and just spend five to 10 minutes Mm -hmm. of just coloring. 
it's meditative. It really, it, it allows your, your, again, your nervous system there. It's calming your nervous system and it's happening into an area of your brain that we don't often get a chance to use all day. And um, I, I, I love it. Maybe you used to play the piano and the piano sitting there untouched for years. Start playing the piano for 10 minutes every day. You know, ah. <laughs> yes, you know, it's easy to not find the time for the, for this in our life. It's probably the thing that tends to, I think, take the back burner for a lot of us, unless we really do it professionally. Right. Um, it tends to not get up there very high, yes. but it can be so therapeutic and so amazing in terms of how it opens up um, your thinking about your, your day-to-day life Mm -hmm. Um, again it's very grounding um and it's that it's that whole mind body connection you 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 start to think too i think you know sometimes when we come upon obstacles um or challenges in our life sometimes it's hard to think creatively about how to solve them and i and when you start to use that muscle and you're practicing it a little bit more, you start to realize, oh, well, wait, there's a whole lot of other different possibilities in this moment that you might not have thought of otherwise. I love that. So coloring and um, what about, um, I like to do a lot of jigsaw puzzles. Is that oh, yes. using your creativity? Yeah, that's that one is um, yes, and and that that one has I think has multiple brain benefits. I'm a puzzle fanatic, and that, and for me, puzzles are almost. I have to be careful because I get once I start one, I have to like I got to put the like the timer on because if I get sucked in, I won't get anything else done. <laughs> I hear you. My sister and I, we can work a puzzle up to a certain point in the puzzle, uh-huh. but yeah. once it gets down to, um, so everybody's going to get to know my little nuances here. But <laughs> once I get down to, I don't know, I do all the ones that are like two thousand pieces or more, and I yeah. get down to where it's almost the end of the puzzle, then I have to sort the pieces by the style of piece that they are. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, okay, you know, all the open-ended, double-ended, you know, three-sided mm-hmm. ones are all in their sort. And my sister just, it drives her crazy. You know, I'm like, well, <laughs> put it back where you got it. You know, it'll be easy. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, and what's happening, you know, in your, again, in your brain, when, when you're, when you have that really focused concentration concentration on something (laughs) it's it's very good for us you know we 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 tend to we have so much stimulus Mm -hmm. coming from so many places all the time that when you any opportunity to sit and focus on something for a concentrated period of time is going to help your brain um and it it exercises it you know Mm -hmm. I like how you keep referring to using the muscle, you know, because I think mm-hmm. people can relate to that if if you're exercising, if you're not doing what you were doing, you lose that muscle tone, that muscle ability. And, mm-hmm. you know, our brain is the same thing. It's a muscle. It needs to be used. Oh, yeah. Well, our brains actually, um, I I'm, don't want to be quoted on this, but I want to say at some point I read a statistic 
that 25% of the calories that we consume in a day are actually used by our brain, just a brain. Wow. I had no mm-hmm. idea. Mm-hmm. Well, we're Which is why, we're <laughs> <laughs> but, and that is actually why when you're not feeding your body nutritionally, that brain fog, the, mm-hmm. you know, that are, the fact that our brain doesn't necessarily function quite right when we're not feeding our bodies the right way, it's because our brain requires nutrients, you know, and calories to operate. So that's, again, that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Well, we can, we, we go off into tangents all over the place yeah. in my podcast. It's all good. We're all good. Yeah. All right. Good. So we've gotten five tools, which uh-huh. I think are, are fantastic. Do you have any more that you'd like to share with us or... Um. We don't want to, we don't want to overwhelm. I think that's good. You know, if you did, if, 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 if we did two or three of those, you know, you don't have to do all of them, but just even a few, you know, several days a week. Right. You, you know, you might be surprised at how different you might start to feel. I did a challenge uh, back in October, a free five day challenge for people on Facebook and where they were, you know, challenged to to add some of these tools into their day, Monday to Friday. Mm-hmm. And at the end of it, when we, when we were talking about, you know, their experience, most people's feedback was, I had no idea how much I needed these things and how much of a difference it would make that quickly mm-hmm. and just by doing just a little teeny bit. Well, and that's the thing too. I, I, I think so many times when we talk about making changes, whether it be emotional, physical, you know, they're not huge steps that we have to take right. to make such a big difference in our lives, right? Right, right, exactly. Yeah, I think we, we tend to always assume that it's going to take some huge dramatic shift and that we need to swing the pendulum, you know, way, way far over to make a difference. And, and you, you know, you really don't, you just a little bitty steps. I, I liken it to, I don't know if any of your listeners are yoga practitioners, but Mm -hmm. when you were, when, when you're a regular yoga practitioner and you're practicing a pose and the instructor gives you just a different cue or maybe comes over and adjusts your body in just a tiny little way. And all of a sudden your body, you're like, whoa, how different does that feel? And it really only meant like a minute little Mm -hmm. movement that made you feel your whole experience is different. Yeah. That's really all it takes. It only takes a tiny little thing to really make a big difference. I love that. So um, before I get into kind of my last couple of questions that I like Mm -hmm. to ask my guests, I want to make sure that our listeners know how to get hold of you. So you were just referencing a Facebook group. So is that a great way for our listeners to get a hold of you? A great uh, way to change touch with me is on Facebook. I have a Facebook page called Up Frequency. Okay. Um, that's the name of my business, Up Frequency Integrative Health and Wellness Coaching. Um, I'm also on Instagram, also under the Up Frequency business name. Okay. 
So people can definitely go out there and uh, like my page and follow me there. And uh, that's where they can hear about if I have challenges like that coming up or if I have special programs, um, things that they can enjoy and, and just content and value added information. That's that's where they can they can follow me. Awesome. Do you have anything forthcoming for the new year that, that our listeners would like to know about? Not yet, but uh, <laughs> I, I would suggest that they stay, stay tuned. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's <laughs> awesome. So I, I always like to end um, with the many of my guests asking them a couple different questions. And sometimes one answer leads to all three, but um, I want to ask what really angers you when you think of, you know, there's, you know, something that comes to mind for me, but, you know, when you look out at the world or you see people in general doing things, is there something that just like, oh, you know, just really pulls on you? Yeah. The thing right now that is very top of mind for me that really, um, I, I feel passionate about is kind of what I was alluding to earlier is I see a tremendous number of, of coaches, people, you know, my peers who are for all the right reasons and with great intention, um, trying to help people. Mm -hmm. And I think because People, all of us are looking for healing. We're all seeking some sort of healing from something. I don't care what it is. I've right. never met anyone who isn't. And unfortunately, it, that also makes us vulnerable. Right. And so I, I, I think that, that I think anger is a really strong word. But, but what I feel really strongly about is, again, um, making sure that you're trusting yourself and know that if, you know, that no coach, no one out there is going to have all the answers for you and they can be a partner with you, but always remember that you know what's best for you. You just have to listen to yourself. You listen to your heart mm -hmm. and your head, but more your heart. Mm -hmm. I um, love that. I love that. And that leads right into the, you know, what are you most passionate about? And, and, you know, yeah. and you led right into that of people. Knowing. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Knowing and listening to yourself, um, tapping into your inner wisdom and the, the, the passion, um, you know, more maybe on the positive side in a way is also if you are passionate about something and you want to go out there and make an impact in something. So maybe you feel passionate about helping the homeless or um, helping people who have cancer, you know, or mm -hmm. the veterans, whatever cause is pulling at your heart to be involved in, but you are either scared to get involved because you're afraid of how, of, of the time commitment or how it's going to impact your already super busy, busy life. Look for the possibilities um, and how to make that happen because you can do it. You just have to do it in a, in a healthy way, but mm -hmm. don't let your busy, super busy schedule 
be the thing that keeps you from taking some sort of action towards whatever that cause is that you feel passionate about, um, if that makes sense. Amy, I love that because my experience has been that when we get into a mode of service, mm-hmm. that you actually yourself, myself, I mm-hmm. am helped I feel far more than what my intent was in into serving others and helping others. It, it just comes back, you know, tenfold. So, you know, when we talk about things that are going to ground us and help us be aware and reduce those stress loads, you know, on ourselves, being of service and, you know, what better time of year mm-hmm. than through the holidays to start a great habit. Right. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, unfortunately, sometimes I think people worry about how they're going to, how they might be sad. So for example, I, I have volunteered in animal rescue for years. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people will ask me, how do you do that? Like, isn't it heartbreaking to be around, you know, these animals that are, mm-hmm. are needing you or to let them go and you adopt them? You know, mm-hmm. how do you do that? <laughs> and it's because I know that I'm serving a bigger, you know, purpose than just me. And I always keep that in mind when I'm, I'm there and that, yes, it can be, it can be sad. It can be painful. And there are some days I hear about things that I wish I didn't have to hear about, but I also know that on the other side of it is a lot of amazing, beautiful, you know, work that, that by me and a lot of other people being involved are making a difference. So. I love that. Amy, you have such a beautiful heart. And I so appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to give my listeners, you know, look at the the wonderful tools that they have to really truly get more self-aware and really quiet themselves and make a difference in how they can get through not only the holiday season, but maybe help them make the right choices and get them to a point where they can feel like making those right choices. Yeah. Yeah. No, again, I, I'm greatly appreciative of you having me on so that I could share um, my message and, um, you know, I'm hoping that somebody, that somebody out there it will resonate with and make a difference. Absolutely. Thank you, Amy, so much. We appreciate you. Thank you. you. Thank you, Amy. That's all for this episode of The Toxin Terminator, and we hope we've helped you remove the hidden toxins in your life for renewed health. If you're looking to continue your journey towards full rejuvenation, reach out to Amy directly by visiting amycarlson.com for your own one-on-one chat session, as well as your free toxic risk assessment. That's A-I-M-E-E carlson.com. And remember, you are just one small change away from renewed health.